0: Stop it, stop it, yes, you're too kind, yes, I love you too, I know, I know you love me and the NWO, I know, I get it, I get it, I love you too. Welcome to the Dummies of Wrestling show, I'm your host Hollywood, Tim Davis, here with another episode, another prediction episode, I'm here to talk about fucking everything on this episode because the world's just come together this week, this weekend, as I should say, the worlds come together. WWE and AEW working together to fuck me over because now I have to defend my championship not once but twice over the course of the two-day weekend, which sucks. It sucks, man. Like we've got WWE Night of Champions on Saturday, Sunday here for us here in Australia, and then AEW WW double or nothing, AEW double or nothing on Monday here for us but Sunday in the States. Jesus Christ, this is this is what I call bullshit. You know, now I understand what it feels like for MJF having to defend his championship against three other people. I have to defend my championship twice. Not only do I have to win at uh, Night of Champions, but then I also have to win at Double or Nothing. So the odds are stacked up against me, but you know what? I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm confident that I'm going to retain because you know what? I bleed the black and white colors. That is the NWO, and uh, me along with uh, along with my team member Heather Powell. You know the women's champion. Yes, her. We are going to continue our reign of terror on this little podcast. And uh, for everyone out there listening right now. You know who you are, you know who I'm talking about, you all uh, you all slackers, you all wannabes out there who think they can hold the gold but can't come close, The uh, you got no chance, I- I'm sorry, but you know what, I- I'm going to cut the trash talking right now, we'll get back into it later, but I wanted to just start the show and get on with it because we have a lot to talk about. Now, I'm recording on a Tuesday night, the 23rd of May here in Australia, Tuesday night. Raw has just finished probably about uh, 8 hours ago now, maybe 5 hours ago, whatever. It just finished. AEW Dynamite hasn't started. I've still got 2 days to wait for that. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you my predictions for WWE Night of Champions. And I I have my my predictions for AEW written down here, but I don't want to give them away yet because I want to check out the next episode of dynamite before I finalize those predictions. So we will talk about AEW and I'll tell you who I think is going to be, who I think will win. But those, those, um, predictions won't be concrete, because I haven't finalised them, and I think it's pretty unfair if I give my predictions now, and then something happens on Dynamite, you know, like, I don't know, Adam Cole, like, dies, or something, so I'm gonna wait, but I will post my predictions for AEW on the Dummies of Horror, sorry, Dummies of Wrestling, whoops, uh, Facebook page, and then you can see there, so you know that I'm not cheating, alright, for the people out there who think I'm cheating... Rob Hungy, Scott Crawford, people who think I'm cheating, you can tell that I'm not, okay? I'm a fair champion. Hey, hey, I might be the leader of the world's most greatest faction, the world's most greatest stable, but you know what I'm not? I'm not a liar, okay? Unlike the, um, oh, what do they call themselves? They're they're, they're trying to call themselves something funny over there. They're trying to make up their own stable, the, uh the the americans or something like i don't know rob hung rob hungy and scott crawford over there they're trying to make up their own cool stable but it just not it's not doesn't work you know it won't work because you're not cool like us you know stay over there with your with your guns and everything like that and your freedom (laughs) yeah freedom so here we are dummies of wrestling And what I thought we'd do first is talk about WWE Night of Champions because it's the first one to happen. I mean, it's happening first. Uh, Coming to us from Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, we have a few matches here. Okay, we have a few matches. Let's be honest, man. Did we need this pay-per-view? Did we we really need this pay-per-view? Because... I could have gone without it, you know, we've already had, we had backlash earlier this month in May, and then we've got money in the bank in June, so this kind of feels forced, just put in there because the Saudis uh, paid WWE to put it in there, and I'm not just saying it because now I have to defend my championship or I have to do another episode of this show or anything like that, but I just feel it's kind of forced. The other thing, the other problem I have with this is that it's called Night of Champions and everyone is putting their title on the line except for Roman Reigns, which, okay, I get it, it's not Roman's fault, it's, it's the writing department, it's Triple H, it's Vince McMahon mainly, but why why does he get away with it? Why can't he defend his championship? And if the rumors are true that he's not defending his championship until SummerSlam, which is in, uh, what, September, something like that, August, July, something, I don't know. I don't know, I'm Australian, I don't know when fucking summer is in America. If he's not defending his championship till SummerSlam, then what the fuck, what's the fucking point? What's the point of him holding the title? Can you really celebrate him being a champion for a thousand days when he's barely on the show and barely wrestles? You know, it kind of takes away the the rain, no pun intended. So I don't know. He is wrestling on this show, but not for his championship. And we'll get to that story later, because as far as anything in WWE is concerned, that's probably the most interesting aspect and the interesting story of the lot. But I still, like like, what's Bobby Lashley doing? Bobby Lashley isn't even on the show. Why couldn't we have him versus Roman, you know? He we all knew that Roman would win, but at least we get the championship defended. Anyway, I don't know, I'm blabbering on. We also get Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles to determine the new World Heavyweight Champion and that's cool. <laughs> we get we we finally get another world champion. Uh, I still I still have my problems with it. And the problems are that it just feels like a secondary title. Roman's holding the main prize and this one's just a consolation prize for anyone out there that, that can't defeat Roman. That's just that's honestly my opinion and it's not just my opinion. It's the opinion of of hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions, you know? I feel that the world heavyweight championship was created because people were sick of Roman Kidnapping or holding the the title for ransom, and they've just thought, oh well, we're not going to take the title off Roman. We better make another title to keep these people happy. So that's what it feels like. Once again, we'll get into that match later. I I have my pick on who who I think's going to win, and I'm pretty confident that I've guessed this one right. And I think most people, I think most people are on board with uh. With that person winning, but we've got we've got a few matches here. Some matches I care for. Some matches not really. Um, overall, as an event, as a PLE is what they're calling it. It's not pay per view anymore. It's premium live event apparently. I'm gonna stick to calling it a pay per view. I don't care. Uh, that's how I, that's how I was taught. That's how I grew up watching pay per views, not PLES. Um, overall, I, I could pass this. I could pass this pay per view. But, you know, I'll watch it because I have to. And even if I didn't have to, I'd probably still watch it because I'm a fucking sucker. Because anytime WWE puts something on, I usually have to watch it. Oh, the joys have been me, you know? <laughs> but Tim, you, you you can just not watch it and be happy. No, no. It's like telling a, a, a pack-a-day smoker to not have a cigarette. It's It's a lot easier said than done, you know? Anyway, let's get into it, man. Raw happened earlier today, as of this recording, and quite honestly, there was nothing really on Raw that interested me, except for Brock versus Cody. And look, if if I'm a betting man, I feel like this match here is is the is the middle of the story, and we're going to get a third match later on. Uh, maybe Money in the Bank, maybe later. Pro- if if anything, I'd probably guess SummerSlam or something like that. But I, I feel like this is the middle middle chapter of a three part story for for Brock and Cody. What happened on Raw? And spoilers for anyone that didn't watch Raw or don't doesn't want to be spoiled. Um, Brock attacked Cody backstage and basically called out someone, saying that. Cody's injured, he can't wrestle me, so I'll hold an open challenge in Saudi Arabia. Uh, And then Cody answered the challenge, as stupid as he fucking is, and um, still challenged Brock, even though his arm's in a sling and all banged up, so Brock put him in the Kimura lock and broke his arm. Yay! Cody's got a broken arm, do-da, do-da. And at the end of the show, Cody went up to Triple H and uh, basically just said, I'm still wrestling him. Cause he's he's just so he's so tough, Cody Rhodes. oh, you know he's he's the toughest man out there. You can't beat Cody Rhodes, and then he'll probably lose, and then on Raw the next week, he uh, he'll come out and be like, "So what are you want to talk about?" And all that shit. And uh, oh God, are we done with Cody? Is anyone really into Cody anymore? You know he lost the match, he lost WrestleMania, and now he's just kind of. Dull and boring, and his catchphrase. What do you want to talk about? It's not getting over, brother. It's not working. Stop it. It's not a catchphrase like "if you smell." It's not a catchphrase like "oh hell yeah." It's not a catchphrase like "rest in peace." It's a boring, shitty catchphrase, man. It doesn't work. It's not cool. It's not funny. It's not ironic. Stop it, Cody. Jesus, do something with your life. You know, I I actually saw a picture of Cody on the Facebook today. And I have no idea where this picture came from, but he had his he still had his blonde hair. It wasn't as platinum as it is now, but it was grown out a bit, and he had a scruffy beard. And I'm like, that's that's not a bad look for Cody. That 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 kind of looks pretty cool. And then it got me thinking it kind of looks a, a lot similar to Brock Lesnar, uh just a bit more scruffier. But I thought that Cody looked cool with that. Maybe Cody should grow out his hair and grow a beard or something. And uh, sh- stop with the fucking shitty catchphrases. And uh, stop being all about, But my dad. But my dad was a wrestler. My dad was the greatest of all time. Stop. Just be your own person. Stop riding on the cocktails of your father. Fuck me dead. Anyway. Singles match. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Um... Am I interested in this match? Look, I, I feel like I feel like a Brock Lesnar match is always the same. You know, he always kind of does the same big power moves. Maybe he will get speared or spear himself through a barricade. Um, the last match between Cody was different because he he uh, busted himself open, so that was interesting. But they all kind of seem to feel the same. You know, big power moves. They don't last usually longer than 15 minutes, if that. And um, yeah, it's just a, it's another Brock Lesnar match. But in saying that, I always seem to get entertained in another Brock Lesnar match. You know, I, I don't know why. It's not like almost where I could give a fuck what he does. But I always seem to be entertained by what Brock does. Maybe it's just because he's so unpredictable. Maybe it's because he doesn't give a fuck if you're there and you're an official and you're not to be touched. He's going to throw you. It's all these different things. In, and to me, it seems it seems fun to watch because you never know what Brock's going to do. I mean, go back to WrestleMania when he, when he defeated Undertaker and broke the streak. Go back to that random SummerSlam, which I can't remember which one it was, where he... Used his elbow to bust Randy o- Randy Orton open, which later turned on turned out to be uh, all scripted. But at the time, we were like, "Holy shit! Did Brock go into business for himself?" There's all these different things that Brock does that makes you think: Is is he is he is he doing business for himself? Is he backing himself? What what's happening here? So a uh, Brock Lesnar match. I'm always gonna be. I'm always gonna be. Anxious. I'm always going to be interested in a in a Brock match. So this is uh, this is no different. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Two. I'm going to watch it. If it turns out to be the same Brock Lesnar match, it's going to be a fucking normal two and a half stars out of, out of, out of five. But whatever. I'm still going to enjoy it. I'm I'm picking Brock to win this match. I I I think it's going to be a three part series and. Cody won the first match with a fucking shitty roll-up. I think Brock is going to win this match. And since Brock has now broken um, Cody's arm, I think that Brock is going to put him into another Kimura lock and make Cody tap. He's going to he's going to be defeated by submission. Is there going to be blood is one of the questions. Um, no, I don't think there's going to be blood in this match. Uh, I think they did the blood in the first match, and that was good enough. I think too much blood in WWE is bad for business. Uh, It's not AEW here, so whatever. I should should mention before I continue right now that um, the Night of Champions scorecard is up now on the um, Facebook page. If you want to join in on uh, trying... To dethrone me as champion and, and and become champion yourself, champion champion of this podcast, you are more than welcome to. The scorecard is on the Facebook page. It's uh it's Wrestling for Dummies on the Facebook page. I've been meaning to change it for a while. I just keep forgetting. Um, so Wrestling for Dummies, go and check out the Facebook group page, and there you'll see the scorecard. Fill it out and send me a private uh, message and I will lock you in if you want. You know, you know, you know the gist. The people that've been doing it for years now know what's happening, but if it's your first time, then you're welcome to bust your cherry all over me. Um all right, so I've got Brock winning with no blood and a submission. Just going to take a quick sip of my coffee here. Hey, 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 the champion is allowed to take a quick break to take a sip of his coffee, all right? Let the champ do what he wants. Give me a second. Mm. That's some good caramel latte right there. Only the best for the champ. <clears throat> Alright, let's get into one of three women's matches. We've got a single match for the WWE Raw. <laughs> Raw Women's Championship coming from two SmackDown people. I don't understand why Bianca. And Rhea haven't swapped over their championships yet. It's like, why, <laughs> why, why do you do this? Why do you like? Okay, everyone out there was like not into Rhea and Bianca just swapping their championships, but they haven't done anything and they're just holding the other brand's title. Okay, all right. Anyway, Bianca Belair versus Oscar for the Raw Women's Championship. I feel like this match was just put together at the last minute because they realized that they needed this title to be defended, and they're like, ah, fuck, ah, shit, oh, no, oh, no, who's going to challenge Bianca for the championship, oh, ah, ooh, ah, ah, who's it going to be, because they've got no one else, like, like, honestly, off off the top of my head, I cannot think of anyone else on SmackDown to challenge for that championship. Zelina Vega. Is she on SmackDown? Yeah, I think so. Zelina Vega, but then she just had a match at Backlash, so it can't be her. So who else is it gonna be? Oscar. All right, but she had a match at WrestleMania. Oh well, that was two months ago. WrestleMania is old news now. Let's 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 look into the part, Look into the future. Look into the future, and the future is rematch city. So we've got Bianca Belair versus Oscar. In a singles match for the Royal Women's Championship, look, man, okay, it's going to be a great match, because Bianca Belair's matches always seem to be really, really good. The problem is, I'm so done with her being champion. I've been saying it for fucking months now. It feels like I've been saying it for for onward a year, but it's true. I'm done with Bianca Belair. I'm done with her. Even though every time she wrestles, it's great. It's entertaining as hell. She's so good in the ring, but she's just stale now. She's just become boring. Unfortunately, I have a weird feeling that this is not the time Bianca loses. And I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of stacking the odds against myself here because I'm picking Bianca to win, to retain, in the hopes that maybe, maybe a little bit of my Hopefulness um, kind of fucks her up, and she does lose. So, <laughs> look, I just I have a weird feeling that Oscar is not going to win this match. I feel like this is another three part story with Oscar eventually getting the championship, maybe at SummerSlam. But I feel like this is not the time. I could be wrong. This very well could be the time where Oscar wins. Um, but I'm picking Bianca Belair to retain. In this time in this chance, uh, what color missed does Oscar spray? This was just a random question because I honestly had no other questions for this match. Um, so I just read, I just wrote blue. I just wrote blue. Green is probably the more logical answer, but I, I, I went a bit crazy there and just wrote blue because I don't know why not. Blue was the color I was looking at the moment. Uh, next match, we've got a singles match. For the Intercontinental Championship. Huh. <laughs> Alright. Alright. <laughs> Excuse me there. Uh, hey, the champion needs a break. Alright. Singles match for the Intercontinental Championship Gunther. Gunther versus Mustafa Ali. Random, but okay. Um. So Mustafa Ali, look, great in ring talent. I really liked the character. At one point, uh, I feel like his character now is just fucking shit. <laughs> it's just a it's just a shitty character now. It's just basically a rip off of Seth Rollins, um, just with better teeth. Um, but Mustafa Ali won this ma- Won this a chance to to be in this match by winning a battle royal. Which was unexpected, and bravo to WWE, because no one expected Mustafa Ali to win this match. Um, but the funny thing is that after he won this match, there was like fucking pyro going off. Like he just won the Royal Rumble or something. It's like, alright, you you just you won your chance to be defeated and brutalized by Gunther. Congratulations. And look... I feel like when I was making the, the scorecard to this pay-per-view, one of the, I was going to have one of the questions being, does Mustafa Ali win? And if you wrote yes and got it right, it doesn't matter how many points you had, you would have just won there. Because I feel like there's no chance in hell that Mustafa Ali is walking out with that championship. I feel Gunther has... Probably a safer reign than Roman Reigns. I feel like Roman Reigns will lose his championship before Gunther. That's how heavily they're backing this guy. And I'm loving it because it brings back prestige to the Intercontinental Temp- Championship. And that, god damn, that needed to be done because that championship was treated like absolute shit for years. Absolute years. It has not been treated good for so long and they're finally doing something good with it and Gunther is doing the greatest work of his career holding that championship. So if they do give it to Mustafa Ali, I think it's the worst booking decision ever. Probably since fucking Undertaker losing to Brock. That was the first thing I could... No, probably the worst decision since Goldberg defeating Kevin Owens for the championship or Goldberg defeating The Fiend. And, and and you're talking to me here, the biggest fucking Goldberg fan on the world. So yeah. Gunther is winning this match. I have absolutely no doubts about it. Next women's match, we've got a singles match for the SmackDown women's championship, which is uh been wrestled by two Raw superstars. We've got Rhea Ripley versus Natalia. This was made official on RAW this week. And and I feel like it's exactly the same thing. They needed to um, pick someone to fight Rhea Ripley, and oh, uh, Natalia's been here for a while, eh? Let's let's give her another shot at becoming champion. Uh, th- this is very much the same as uh, Gunther and Mustafa Ali. I-, I feel like there's no chance in hell of Natalia walking away with that championship. Rhea Ripley will hold this title for a long time. Hopefully, not as long as Bianca, because. I'm kind of done with fucking year-over-year-long reigns. I'm over that. So, Rhea Ripley will win. Uh, pin submission or other, I'm going submission here. I, I feel to um to put the nail in the coffin, I feel that Rhea is going to put Natalia into the sharpshooter and make her tap with her own finishing move. I don't know. It's just a gut feeling, you know? A gut feeling. When you champ, you tend to get those things. It's called winner's luck. You know, when you when you win, you just continue to win because you're a fucking legend, and you have the greatest faction behind you. NWO for life, brother. Uh, all right, <laughs> let's go to the tag team match for the undisputed WWE tag team championships: Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn versus the Bloodline, Jimmy and Jay U- No. <laughs> No, it's not the Usos, it's fucking Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns going for another championship. Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa challenging Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, Okay, let's talk story, man. Let's talk story of the bloodline because this is cool. This is where WWE is really doing well because their story with the Bloodline, it's it's really good, man. I'm really I'm really digging it. Besides the whole fact that Roman is fucking holding those titles uh, hostage, I'm really digging this story, man. And the whole sub story now with the with the Bloodline imploding from the inside between the Usos and Roman Reigns and Solo, it's so interesting. And there's so many different ways that this match. ...could wrap up, that this match could could go, you know? We could have the Usos coming out to help Roman and Solo... ...and having them win the championships, having Roman and Solo win the championships. Or we could have the Usos coming in to try and help Roman and Solo, but fucking it up... ...and uh, giving Roman the loss. We could have the Usos coming out... And backstabbing Roman. We could have Solo backstabbing Roman. We could have Kevin Owens backstabbing Sami Zayn. There's so many different avenues that this match could take place, and that's what's fucking great, because it's not predictable in the slightest. We don't know where the story's going. We could all speculate where the story's going, but no one really knows, you know? This could all be a setup from the bloodline to make Sammy and KO have all the confidence in the world. You know, there's so many different cool things that they could do to make this interesting. And that's why this story is the best. What do I think is going to happen? I I don't know. I, that's, yeah, I, I've been wrestling with my mind, in my mind for a while with how this is going to work. And I just don't know. I've got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn picked to retain the championships. I don't know if they're going to retain by disqualification. I don't know if they're going to get the win, because who's going to get pinned? Solo? I don't think so. Roman? I mean, he could, but I don't think so. So could they win just by disqualification? Possibly. Interference, yes. Yes, I think the Usos will do something to interfere in this match, uh, but that's the greatest thing. I don't know what's going to happen. There was there was a little hint With Roman bumping into Solo on Smackdown last week. A little hint given to us that maybe Solo could be the one to take down Roman and become the the face of the bloodline. That was teased. So there's so many different things that they could do and it's making the most interesting story in wrestling at the moment. So, loving it. Loving it. Just give me a, a second. Just, I'm just looking at my coffee and I realize, oh, I need, I need, I need, a, I need a, a sip. I need a sip of my caramelly goodness. Give me a second. Hmm. God, I don't know if you've ever tried caramel latte, but if you want to come down to my house, I make the perfect caramel latte. Oh, it's just fabulous, fabulous. You know why it's fabulous? Because I sprinkle some of that championship gold into it, and it just gives it that sweetness. That little sweet, you know, little championship gold in my coffee. Oh, it's the best. All right. Uh, singles match. Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. I don't know why they're doing this match at Night of Champions. I, I thought I thought this would be a better match for SummerSlam. A bit of, bigger spectacle match for SummerSlam. I-, I guess the Swordies paid extra for Trish to show up. So I'm guessing that's the reason. Um uh, this match this story is is okay. it's fine. I'm not glued to my seat or anything like that, but I, I understand where they're going with it I, this is this is the complete opposite of the bloodline story because i I kind of see this being predictable i I feel that Becky Lynch is gonna win at the same time I can see this going the other way with Trish winning. And then they're doing another match at SummerSlam. But I'll stick to my original plans. I have Becky Lynch winning this match. And does Lita show up? No. (laughs) I don't think they're going to fly Lita all the way to Saudi Arabia just to show up for a quick two seconds. Maybe that will be the SummerSlam appearance. So, I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Either way, as you can tell by my voice, I I don't overly care for this match too much, it's cool seeing Trish back in the ring, but if it's anything like her WrestleMania match, eh, she was fine, I guess, she's not who she used to be, you know, so there's that. Alright, it's time to get to the tournament final for the inaugural World Heavyweight Championship Seth freaking Rollins, all right, <laughs> versus AJ Styles. Um, you know what's funny? When they held this championship or this this tournament, when they held this tournament after Raw, when Seth was determined to be the one on SmackDown, they had their people who was gonna win, and and. The first match happened, which was Edge Ed versus AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio. And AJ Styles won. And I was, I was watching a little bit of it. Um, and on Facebook, I commented on it, saying... This, sorry, this was after... this was AJ Styles had won his, tri- his, his triple threat match. And it was him versus whoever won the second triple threat match. And Grayson Waller asked... Adam Pearce, if he could interview whoever won the next week on SmackDown. And it was that little that little line there by Grayson Waller that he wanted to interview whoever won that I commented on a Facebook post, a WWE Facebook post saying, AJ Styles is going to win, face Seth Rollins, and Grayson Waller is going to cost him the match. And that's exactly the way I'm sticking with it. I am so confident that Seth Rollins is winning this match and becoming the World Heavyweight Championship for a few reasons. For a few reasons. One, Seth Rollins is apparently in the new Captain America movie. Is it Captain America or Marvel or Iron Man? One of the, Look, he's in one of the Iron Man... Oh, fucking no! One of the Marvel movies, apparently. Apparently. Um, That's why he hasn't been a Raw for the past two weeks. He's been filming for the new Marvel movie. So making him champion is the best press out there. When he does all the interviews for the movie, he'll be holding that big championship belt. What's better press than that? What's better publicity than that? Uh, The other point that I feel like Seth is winning is because they've kind of already set up Two different rivalries for AJ Styles on SmackDown. One with Grayson Waller, which was a rehash from their NXT time. And another one with Karrion Cross. So if you're already setting up rivalries with AJ Styles on SmackDown, why, why, sh- why should we feel that he's going to win? I don't know. Uh, the way I look at it, I feel that Seth is going to win. Um by someone screwing AJ Styles. Is it gonna be Grayson Waller as I originally said? Or is it gonna be Karrion Cross? Either way, I feel like someone's gonna cost AJ the championship here. And that's how Seth Rollins is gonna win. Is it gonna be <laughs> Is it gonna be the the best look for fans? No. I feel like fans will be pissed they'll be pissed if that's the way it's going down but that's that's honestly the way i feel that's going to happen i'm picking seth here to win the championship becoming the first world heavyweight see this is the thing it's called the world heavyweight championship are they going to continue the lineage of the world heavyweight championship from back in what is it 2000 shit when did that become extinct 2006 or something. The fucking big gold. Is it gonna have Hulk Hogan's name? Is it gonna have Ric Flair's name? Goldberg, Kevin Nash, Booker T, Triple H, Christian. Is it gonna have all these people's name on it? Continued, or is this just the start of a brand new championship? And Seth Rollins is gonna be the first one. Is that is that what we're doing? I, I I hope I hope it continues the names. You know. Anyway. That is it for WWE United Champions. That's my predictions there. My thoughts on the card as a whole. I'm going to take a quick break. We'll get down to some AEW business after this. But uh, this is just a friendly reminder right now that I am the champion. And if you want a chance to fight me, if you want a chance to take this championship off the Black and White Express, that cool NWO train that I am currently leader of, then you're more than welcome to... You're more than welcome to try. It's not going to be good luck or anything, but uh, you're more than welcome to try. Go over to Wrestling for Dummies on the Facebook page. There you'll see the scorecards. Fill them in, send them to me, and you can participate in becoming champion. Participate. Alright, AEW Double or Nothing, happening this weekend man, and as I said earlier on this show, I am not giving you my predictions, yet. Maybe I will hint at who I'm picking, but I'm not saying anything in concrete just yet, because for one, I I, I need to catch the the next episode of Dynamite, which is happening this weekend, this week, sorry, and two, I feel like there's more matches that are going to be announced, because that's what AEW tends to do man. And that's what the most annoying thing (laughs) for me with AEW is. They have four pay-per-views a year. They have a three-month build, but they always seem... They're like a fucking school kid. I know Tony Khan basically is, but they're like a school kid where they know they had this assignment due, but they wait till the last moment to get it all rushed and done. That's what AEW does. They wait till the last month, and they're like, ''Oh, shit.'' Oh, shit. Oh, my cocaine. i gotta, I got to make plans for the next pay-per-view. I've got a month left. That's what I feel like Tony Khan does. Um. <laughs> so I feel like a lot of these... I, I feel like there's about three matches that are still yet to be announced. But we'll see. So we'll go quickly down the card. I'll start from the very bottom here. Um... Ethan Page and the Guns versus the Hardys, the Hardy Party, We're in a six-man tag team match. Um, who cares? I don't care. Whatever. Apparently, if the if the Hardys win, if Matt Hardy wins, uh, he gets Ethan Page's contract. So they're basically doing a role reverse of Matt Hardy and Ethan Page. Yep, cool. All right, I've got the Hardys winning. Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident with that. Unsanctioned match: Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho. This should be a this should be a good match. It should be they're both they're both gifted um, superstars, gifted performers. They're both great in their in their respected ring. Um, an unsanctioned match, so I feel like this is going to be a a crazy match, much like the Jericho um, Roderick Strong match on Dynamite last week, which was which was fun to watch. I feel like this will be similar to that. Um, I feel like there's going to be a lot of interference happening. Uh, the, the thing is here, I'm pretty confident that Cole is winning this. This is his first real big match back. And to have him lose, I'd be pretty shocked and um, have a hard time understanding why. So either way, it should be fun. Singles match for the AEW TBS Championship, Jade Cargill versus Taya Valkyrie. This is hard, man, because is this where Jade drops the championship? Because you know it's coming. It's coming. Apparently, she's been holding that championship for 500 days. I didn't realize that they've had this title around for that long. But um, Jade Cargill, still undefeated. Which is impressive. They're really doing the Goldberg streak with her. Uh, the thing is that Goldberg was up to like 173. And I know that WCW made up a lot of that shit, but whatever. Still more impressive than 50, whatever she's on. Um, at the moment, I've got Jade winning, but we'll see. We'll see. Singles match for the AEW Women's World Championship Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm. This was another match, man. This is where AEW are really lacking because you have the women's world championship, and this honestly felt like it was just scraped from the bottom of the barrel. They just picked two random people to be in the match, and I know that they're feuding together, these two, these two superstars, but I don't know. It just it just felt rushed. There was no like I don't know where this story is going. Between the outcasts and um, Britt Baker's team, and I'm still calling it Britt ba- Brick Baker's team because Jamie Hayter doesn't feel like she's the leader of her team. It's Britt Baker's team. I I I, don't, I feel like Jamie's going to retain here, and they're going for Jamie versus Soraya at um at All In or All Out, whatever the whatever the one in the UK is happening. I feel like that's the way they're going with Soraya. Possibly winning that championship. I feel like they're going to have two British females duke it out in the UK. So, we will see. We will see. 21-man Blackjack Battle Royal for the AEW International Championship. Orange Cassidy versus 20 TBD competitors, to be determined. Orange Cassidy, fuck me dead. Uh, Look, everyone is loving Orange Cassidy, man. And I get it. He's a fighting champion. He will not say no to anyone. Clearly, he said yes to 20 people. Is this the time where Cassidy loses? A week ago, I would be like, all right, this is where Cassidy loses. He has to. But now, now I'm thinking it's kind of dumb. If Cassidy loses here, it's kind of all for nothing. I feel that the reign that Cassidy has put on this championship is that good, and that important, that they need, he needs to be taken down in a one-on-one match. And I know he's versed in the Aussie Open, dude, this week on Dynamite. Uh, Very well, he could lose there. I don't think he's going to, because then, unless, unless, (laughs) unless he loses the championship, and then in the Battle Royal, Orange Cassidy is revealed as the Joker, and wins it back, Which then would be like, what's the point? But I mean, hey, hello, Wardlow. Um, (laughs) Yeah, this one is interesting. I'm going to let this sit with me because I'm not too sure yet. I've got Orange Cassidy written down so far, but I'm going to let it sit with me for a bit. I'm going to watch this week's Dynamite and see what happens there because you don't know what could happen. They could reveal all participants. And that's, that's a big shot because... The Joker, that's another thing. Who's the Joker? I had written here Danhausen because I thought it'd be funny, but then I got to thinking, fuck, what if it's Andrade? What if it's Miro? What if it's Scorpio Sky? All these people that hadn't been seen for a while. What if it's all these people that come back and take it off Orange Cassidy? So who knows? Who knows? All right, on to the TNT Championship. Wardlow versus Christian Cage in a ladder match. And I get it, Christian Cage being the fucking TLC man himself, but Wardlow in a ladder match is not really his speed. Or not that I know of, anyway. This, this could be an interesting match. Um, I, I gotta say, man, not really into Christian being the one in this match. I, I would much prefer Luchasaurus to be the one versing Wardlow. And maybe this is the way they go later. But for a pay-per-view, I would have liked to seen Luchasaurus versus Wardlow in this. And, and I feel like if it was Luchasaurus, this would have been a harder match to pick. Um, but I, I feel like I've got Wardlow winning here, and I feel that's fair. I don't see Christian winning. I feel that Christian is, is more of a manager role nowadays, even though, it, yes, he's competing and all. But I would like to see Luchasaurus hold this TNT Championship. I think that would be the way to go. Um, Luchasaurus just looks fucking cool. I mean, he's basically a ripoff of Kane, but I just dig his, his look. And it's been so long since we've seen Luchasaurus perform in the ring. So I really want to see that match happen. But either way, this this should be a fun match. I mean, you can't go wrong with a ladder match, so we'll see what happens let's get to a match that I'm not really looking forward to and I don't think anyone else is and that is the Tag Team Championship FTR versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal with Mark Briscoe being the special guest referee. Are we done with Jarrett and Lethal being in the the tag division? I feel that most people are. I, I feel like I'm the most lenient with Jeff Jarrett. Uh, every other podcast I listen to every other other post I see with people commenting is always negative things to say about Jarrett and I get it he is past his time he's past his prime he should more be in a backstage role than be taking time off younger talent but I still like Jarrett I still like the way he moves I still like his attire I still like the the character of Jeff Jarrett but I'm kind of done with this stable, the, the Jay Lethal and <laughs> and Jarrett stable with Satnam Singh and uh, Sanjay Dutt. I'm kind of over it. I don't see FTR losing the championships here, but the the interesting thing this match is what happens with Mark Briscoe. You know, does does he turn heel on FTR or does he finally realise the true colours of Jarrett and Lethal and and leave them? That's the way I feel it's gonna go, but who knows? Who knows? I I don't really care, to be honest. I really don't. You know, it's just eh. when when they announced this match, I was like, ah, oh, is that who you got to fight for the tag titles? All right, whatever. All right, and the last match here with a fatal four way for the AEW World Championship: MJF versus Sammy Guevara versus Jungle Boy versus Darby Allen, in what should be a very really impressive fun, very predictable match. Because I don't see anyone else but MJF walking out holding that title. I don't see Jungle Boy winning. I don't see Sammy Guevara winning. I don't see Darby Allen winning. I think it's way too soon for MJF to lose his championship. Either way, it's going to be a fun match. All four guys can fucking go. We all know that um, all different styles. I mean, Darby, Sammy, and, and Jungle Boy are, are are similar, but MJF is the one standout here. He's very different. He's not a high flyer like the rest of them. So I feel like this is going to be a great match, but I, 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 I don't see anyone else walking out with the title. And if anyone else did, I'd be so fucking upset. I, I think we all would. If MJF walked out Sorry, if MJF didn't walk out with the title, I think there'd be a lot of people that would riot, that would rage, quite honestly. But this is what's interesting, because what happens after? Because I think everyone predicts that MJF is going to leave with the championship, but what happens after? Does someone return? Does something happen with MJF? Does, does I don't know. I, I feel like they can't close the show with MJF just celebrating with this championship. I feel there has to be more to give us something to to check out the next time. But but what is it? What is it? Is it a CM Punk return? That would be interesting. But I feel like that's already scheduled for a collision. So who knows? Who knows what they're gonna do? Either way, I, I think it's gonna be interesting. But I don't wanna I don't wanna have to turn my TV off with MJF celebrating. As interesting and great he as he is, I feel that would be a letdown of a show. That's my opinions anyway. So I've got MJF winning, obviously, and um, at the moment I've got MJF pinning Jungle Boy. It was it was a hard pick, it was, but I just had a weird feeling about Jungle Boy here. Either way, either way, I will I will define my odds, my picks later on, and I'll post them on the Facebook group page. Which, if you haven't done, go and check out the Facebook group page Wrestling for Dummies, and there you'll see the scorecards, and you can fill out your own and send them to me. But I mean, like, <laughs> here comes the trash talking because I'm not holding back, man. It's NWO time, baby. I'm here. I'm still here. I'm still champion, man. And you can't take it off me, no matter how much you want to try. And I know that there's people out there. There's people out there that have messaged me. And, and and spoken about me on the group page saying, Oh yeah, you're such a good champion that I need to walk away. Oh, Geordie Van Vuklas, boo fucking who, you lost your smile, did you precious? Yeah, okay. You want a tissue? You 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 want a small violin while you walk away? Huh? That's what you want, yeah. So, so Jordy Van Vuklis has decided that he's lost his smile because he can't take the championship off me. So, he's gone. I don't have to deal with him anymore. Robert Hungry is still hungry for my championship. He came that close. He did. I'll give it to him. The dude came that close to taking the title off me. But, oh no, Rob. He just came up a little short. Much like everything else in your life. Yeah, take off your pants. You'll know exactly what I mean. Scott Crawford, Scotty Crawford, the guy who can barely get two points out of every time he challenges for the title. Scott Crawford's there talking trash, thinking he's going to be the next world champion. Uh-uh, sorry Jack, it ain't happening, because much like all your <laughs> all the times that you've tried to beat me, you, you barely make it into the top four, so uh, much like this pay-per-view here, and Night of Champions, nothing's going to change, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Scotty Crawford, but I've got something that you don't, and that is my girl, Heather Powell, the Women's Champion, because she earned it, okay? Heather earned that championship, unlike everyone out there. And to anyone else listening, Paul Lindsay... Paul Lindsay, who think who thinks he's gonna be Kane and win the title only to lose it. You got one thing right, you're gonna lose it because <laughs> you're not gonna even get a chance to take the title off me, Paul Lindsay. Alright? And Donanelli over there, you know you know what's funny about Donanelli is he he's only started putting his predictions in what, this year, maybe? Maybe end of last year. And the first few times, he was going really well. He was. Don Anelli was going really strong with his predictions. And then he just seemed to drop the ball. I-, I feel like maybe Don's just scared. He's just scared of me. Me and my gorgeous NWO posse behind me. So sorry, Don. It ain't going to be you, pal. Trucker Trent, you can keep trying. But I mean, <laughs> it's not going to work. But good on you, man. Good on you, trucker Trent. You know you're there in your big ass truck, singing along to your your country tunes, and, and I dig that, by the way. Good on you, trucker Trent. But you you ain't gonna get the championship, so you might as well continue singing your country tunes and keep traveling the country road, because uh, the, you ain't got a chance. Alan Chacha? Alan Easterling, Alan. I, I I got nothing for you, Alan. I'm I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah. Nah, you ain't got it either. Who, who else? Who else tries to put in their fucking two cents here? Um, holy shit! The biggest one of all, the biggest fucking loser out there. I forgot all about him. My little brother, my little brother, sometimes tries to challenge for my championship, and and, and he was the previous winner. He was the previous champ. But um, yeah, Zach. Look, man, you were a mistake. You were a mistake. Mum has told me. Mama's told me that you were never meant to be. You were just there because they were bored and they had no TV in the bedroom and uh they had, <laughs> they, they didn't have the heart to kill you. But you know what? You know who does have the heart to kill you? Me. Me, baby. I'll kill you. I'll do it and I feel like I already have because Much like Geordie Van Vukus, I've also taken away your smile. I took away your little pink cigar belt and made it the NWO Championship. And you know what? I'm going to keep it that way. You ain't getting your little pink cigar belt back. You ain't got a shot in hell. So you might as well just curl up in a ball and, and shoot yourself in the head. Because you ain't got nothing on me, baby. You ain't NWO material. And as much as Heather Powell, as much as my girl Heather wants you to join the NWO, I just don't feel... That your NWO material, so I'm sorry to burst your bubbles, Zach, but uh, it ain't gonna happen, man. It ain't gonna happen. You know, go and um, uh, go and start a new career. I don't know, be a be a be a disco dancer. You know, you can join the Disco Inferno and uh, be cool like him. <laughs> Fucking Disco Inferno, Jesus, uh, Jerry Harry. Oh, Jerry, Jerry, you're good for a laugh, but well, that's about it. Um, anyone else out there? I- I'm sorry if I, I, I apologise if if I've forgotten to call you out, but clearly you are uh, you're forgettable. So there's that. Either way, man, I'm gonna retain my championship, and there ain't a damn thing that you can do about it, boy. You ain't coming close to my championship, so uh, dream. That's all I can say. Go to bed. Take a little chill pill. Have a have a have a nice glass of warm milk. Curl up into your bed and put your head on your pillow and fall asleep. And then that in that sleep, maybe have a dream about you holding that championship. It might feel nice. It might feel great. But you know what? Then you'll wake up the next morning and you realize, "Damn, that was just a dream." And then reality will kick you in the ass and you'll realize that, "Fuck." Hollywood Tim Davis is still champion, and I can't come close to beating him. That is about the closest you're going to have to becoming champion. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but the truth hurts, and the truth is me. Hollywood Tim Davis, I'm out this bitch. I'm going to go celebrate. I'm going to go celebrate. What am I celebrating? Celebrating being me. Celebrating being world champion here on the Dummies of Horror podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, get me your tips. Before it was too late, you know the deal, I won't count any tips once the pre-show starts, so get them in before it starts, and you may have a shot at dethroning the champ. <laughs> may. DIP! The
1: one night that we wait for, when it's all put on the line. We all slide and reach the top, and be the champion this time. I'm gonna be a champion, yeah I got what it t- Risk it all, make my own fate Yeah, I'm gonna be a champion All the glory and the fame Jets setting in my own plane I'm gonna be a champion Silhouettes in the spotlight Cash falling from the sky Yeah, I'm gonna be a champion So all it takes is one night for me to turn around my whole life. Say Coming up and trying to be the best I'm calling buff, you looking tired, man, you need a rest You trying to graduate ahead of class, cheat the test Homie, I ain't even trying, I just be the best Championship rings, yeah, I got a few Gold medal first place, what I gotta do Hard work, dedication, never quitting Now you looking at a champion I'm gonna be a champion Yeah, I got what it takes Risk it all, make my own fate Yeah, I'm gonna be a champion All the glory and the fame, just set Silhouettes in the spotlight, cash falling from the sky Yeah, I'm gonna be a champion All it takes is one night for me to try around my whole life